I'd like to thank you for joining me. I'm Derek Grant, your host. I'm a former Harlem Globetrotter. I'm a husband. I'm a father. I'm a son. More than anything, I am an enthusiast for the game called life. My hope is with this podcast to show you that we're actually all more connected than what we think. We all go through the struggles of life. We all have to endure the storms. No one's trek to the top of their mountain is a straight line. Thank you for joining me. This is the Pathway to Your Results Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to welcome you back to the Pathway to Your Results Podcast. We are here with someone who I've been biting at the bit to get to hear this man's story. Um, Funny enough, we actually encountered each other about a year and a half earlier, but you know, I haven't told him yet, but we want to get to know I'm Wallace Caesar. He's a Hollywood-based strength and conditioning coach whose clients range from professional athletes and celebrities to everyday people looking to change their lives. He is the creator of The Work, which is Beachbody's six-week workout program that will transform you. He's widely recognized for his expertise in functional training, strength and conditioning, and body transformation. Amwala is committed to developing and implementing innovative fitness techniques that deliver consistent and noticeable results. Like I said before, his clientele ranges from NBA athletes to celebrities such as Drake and 2 Chainz, television personalities. We want to know his pathway to his results. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome Amwala Caesar. Amwala, how are you, sir? I am great. How are you doing? Doing doing good. I was just we were just talking a little bit. Um no, thank you for being <laughs> I tell you what, my, my grade school days served me well, man. I learned how to read, so that that, that helps. <laughs> but uh what does life look for look like for you right now these days? I know it obviously twenty twenty was nuts, but what 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 is life like for you right now? Uh life is still busy. Twenty twenty was a crazy year. Um so you mentioned uh being part of Beachbody. I've created a program called the work. It's a home program, so a at-home workout program. So during the 2020 pandemic, we had a huge fluctuation of people just joining and being, being part of Beachbody. And so I've been hosting a lot of workouts, Zoom workouts, and just keeping myself busy. Um, 2021 is a little different now. It looks like restrictions are being uplifted. So we're getting back to work, being a little bit more in person. Uh, but I spend most of my days working, filming, or in training clients. So that, that's virtually uh, or in person. Yeah, no, that, that's awesome. So obviously you're in L.A., so, you know, California closed down at one point, you know, strict regulations. What was that like for you having to pivot? I mean, this is you're in an industry where like in person, you know, sharing that energy, really feeding off each other. And then all of a sudden it's like you can't you can't be face to face anymore. Mm-hmm. How so, was that you know, transition? That transition took a huge adjustment. So being, you know, again, you know, I have an online program and I do the the Internet world. But the one on one and the one on one personal training is like my bread and butter, something that I love. Um, The interaction between people didn't realize how much I needed that interaction between people. And so having the shift, the whole mindset of still being able to uplift and encourage my clients to continue to work. So we started doing Zoom workouts and and just doing different um, online activities to keep them motivated to keep going was a huge pivot for me. Um, I am, I'll be honest, I'm, a, I'm a, a lot more fortunate than most who have lost their jobs, unfortunately, um, because I do have an online 
platform. And so me having an online platform really just increased my work uh, more than anything. And so most of my day is, is revolved around that. Yeah, no, that's, uh, you're, you're one of the few. I mean, I, I hear you and I can tell just from, you know, I know you work with Kyle and we've, we've, we've had conversation about you, but the mindset for you to have this, this, this optimistic approach, right. To look at life and say, you know what, I got to you know, I'm not going to sink. I got to swim. and I'm going to figure out a way to swim. And that's that's what I hear when I hear you talk, man. It's the adaptability. We have to we have to adapt. You know, doesn't time doesn't wait for no one. Right. Um, you know, I could sit and dwell for 2020 and and be in a bubble or I could be I could put myself out there and still try to help people just because, you know, I have to be at home doesn't mean that I can't stop doing what I do, which is service servicing people. I have to find different avenues, different ways to service the people. Um, so for me, you know, having being able to adapt, being able to keep a positive mindset sure. uh, was really pivotal for me because, you know, I even use the pandemic, this COVID time to really reflect on where mm-hmm. I am. And I use this time to ask myself why, you know, it created my purpose even stronger. Wow. My, my, wow. Yeah, I had time to say, like, am I in this for the right reason? Am I doing this because I love doing this? And I've asked myself five different whys. Like, why do I want to be a trainer? Why wow. am I still a trainer? Why am I, you know, keep going and asking this? And that fueled my fire even more once I realized that I, I've been in this for the service of people and just seeing people become their best versions of themselves. So you mentioned Kyle, you know, we have a mutual friend. So I'll give you a little example. Kyle trains with you. Sure, um, sure. He's been working with you. You've been a mentor. I've heard nothing but amazing things from you. And, you know, he was just putting it in my head just after having a conversation with him. It's like how you continue to service because your career, everything for you had pivoted too. Sure. And you had to learn how to adapt by that and also still be able to make an impact. Um, and my goal is always just to make an impact in my community. It doesn't have sure. to be in the world. It could be my neighbors. It could be my friends. How do I continue to make that impact? So this uh, past couple of months, this year, almost a year, um, has been so powerful for just the growth of me mentally, not even physically, just the growth. And it's, it fueled me to continue to do what I'm doing. That's, that really resonates with me just hearing this. I'm, you're, you're saying this, I'm like, wow, this is like, like, is he reading my mind? What's going on here? Because that, that's, it was literally the same thing with 2020. I tell people, I was telling my parents this when I saw them for Christmas, I said, 2020 was the best year of my life. Like, maybe not externally, but internally what it did, it, it put me on this path to see, like, I know why I'm here. I know what I'm supposed to do. And everything that's not on that path, it's like, okay, well, I won't worry about it. So to hear you say that, man, that, I, I, trust me, I get that. Reflection is power. It is. Yeah. We have to be able to reflect. I think that is how we bridge the gap on where we are and where we want to be. Because yeah. if you get that time to just sit in your thoughts and you just learn a little bit more about yourself. I think our journey is just to learn who we are and what gets us going, what ticks us, what, uh, what holds us back. And when we can find that and we can, we can use this tool to rewire our own self, that just shows you the power that we really have. And I always believe, you know, your circumstances – Yes, and there are some things we can't control, but, you know, is how we respond to it is how we control it. And so how I respond to any type of adversity is it comes through self-reflection. Mm. And once I know myself, I can help people. I can help people get better. And, and that is the key. So that's that's uh, the, the mantra I live by is I, I oh, think uh, so- Socrates said it right to the to know thyself. Right. 
the master of thyself is the master of all. So, man, we're we're you're speaking my language right now. <laughs> so right. twenty, yeah, man, twenty twenty. Obviously, the pandemic, but then also you look at culturally as an African American, right, and as a uh, a prominent figure. What did you know the the social injustice and the racial landscape in this country and all that was going on, the Black Lives Matter movement, and you know everything that's going on? What did did this do to you? personally and also professionally? It made me realize, you know, the job's not finished, right? You know, we're 2020 and we are still in a world where it's still one-sided. And and what my job is, is that we're in positions. You know, you're in a position, I'm in a position to, I guess in the other word, to lead and to inspire other people to still continue to believe in themselves. And so, you know, being in a world of, 2020 and social injustice, it has fueled my purpose even more. You know, before, you know, these were things that I wouldn't per se think about too much because, you know, I grew up very fortunate. I um, I went to an art school, you know, my, I was adopted. So my mother's white. Um, um, my story is a little complicated. Um, so for me, I didn't, I didn't have to, uh, to think about it nonstop. I've had, had so many, times and encounters, sure. but it never dwelled on me until like, as we continue to go through this and see where the world is. So for me, it was a huge shape shift for how I want to approach my life and how I want to approach my everyday world. Um, but, you know, it, it's hard, you know, I'll be honest, it was hard trying to put a smile on and continue to motivate people when there's so much hate out there. Mm-hmm. And, and I feel like we're on this earth to be a light sure. and Absolutely. you have this opportunity you know, I don't like getting too far into politics, but, you know, I, I've also been put on this world for a reason to to I feel like to just inspire people. So my whole premise in life is just about the good of people. Mm. How do I inspire the good in people? Don't matter if you're white, brown, purple, don't matter what color you are. How do we inspire people to do better? So my job was throughout this, I started speaking more on social injustice. Mm. I started introducing um or talking to my audience about the inequalities in the world. And I wasn't afraid of losing anything. I'm not afraid of losing my job. I'm not afraid of losing followers. I'm not afraid of any of that. I have to voice right from wrong. Sure. And clear as day. And so I've used my platform. I've, uh, and I'm sure you've used your platform to voice and to share where I stand on the side of history. And I don't want anyone to be confused. I just want people to know that we're all equal. Let's let's work towards getting that. And I will be a light in this world for that. I am again, I'm not a politician, I'm a motivator. I sure. spend my life motivating people. Yeah. And so I will motivate people to be their best. And that takes them to be critical. You have to be, you have to critically think about who you are. Sure. And regardless if you say you voted for this person or not, like you have to have some conviction and intention behind that. And that also lets you know and describes who you are. So like reflecting on who you are, do you know your history? Um, And that was my job was to guide you and to motivate you to do your history. Learn this. Right. Being being the eternal learner. Uh, Don't always believe everything you see and and, and to do your research into things. And that's what I've been using my platform as. So this is. The world needs more people like you in it. I'll just I'll just go ahead and say that. So that's. Uh, salute, you know, keep, keep, keep doing it, man. Keep doing it. Absolutely. This is what I, I, I'm, 
I'm curious because we all see you now, right? We all see you and we're like, man, he's, you know, I'm Wallace Caesar, you know, working with this person and, you know, Beachbody and everything. My question is, did you choose this, this, this walk of life or did it choose you? How do, how did it start? How did we explain us this journey? Where, where what was I'm Walla like as a, as a child, as a kid? I'll, I'll tell you this, this life chose me. <laughs> it usually seems no, no, that way, Walla, right? I thought I was going to be in the NBA. You know, young Amala, he was going to be an NBA star, part-time rapper. I, I thought I was going to be a whole complete different person, right? right? And my love for fitness and my love for this came after injuries. You know, I've mm. fractured ankles, um, just constantly getting hurt. And I played basketball. I wasn't ever going to a cow guy level. never going to the pros, right? But mentally, I thought I was. I thought sure. I but I think, you know, I got developed through my passion of wanting to be better. Um, mm. I've always wanted to find an answer to what was wrong with me. There's a problem and solution. And so I have ankle issues. Once I started finding out the issues to that, that started leading me down these rabbit holes. And I started falling in love with fitness. Mm. And then from there, um, I just started, you know, training and just helping. And it led me to Beachbody. It led me into pros. Um, I did not choose this life, I, uh-huh. I, but I love this life because in the end, I think we all have to service someone. Sure. It can't be ourselves. If we're not helping someone get better, then what are we doing, right? right and right. this is the ultimate job where I feel like I get the most out of everything that I do. Um, having this conversation with you, this is still like part of my life and part of my work, uh, right. meeting amazing people like you. So uh, I'm very grateful to have found my love. Uh, I, I swear, passion, man, it, uh, it'll hit you when it hits you. You just know this. You is just know you. it. Yeah, man. You just, you just know it. it. Yeah. That's, man, that's this, uh, this is, you know, every time I go into an interview, I obviously do your research, right? And I, I try to go into it with no judgment, so with no expectations. And I'm just going to tell you this. <laughs> this is like, you're speaking my language right now. I'm like, this is, I don't want this to end. <laughs> I want this to go on for another three hours. Like, so I know my listeners are feeling the same way about this. This is, this resonates on so many different levels to hear because you can, you can tell when someone finds their purpose because of the passion that's behind it. Right. You like, whether you got paid for it, whether you're working with this person or not, like it doesn't, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You have fine. You have found why you're here on earth. And to hear you say that it's to service each other and what Avenue or what platform you use to do that is really irrelevant. It's, helping and serving each other. So, man, what a breath of fresh air, seriously. Now, you've had the opportunity to work with some pretty big names, right? Some pretty influential people. Is there anything that you've noticed that across the board they usually all possess, whether it's mindset, work ethic, um, that you can see like, yeah, this is why they got to the level that they're at? Yeah, I think um, that's very fascinating. I'm reading a book called Peak. Mm. Right. Uh, I forget who the author is, but it talks about the cognitive adaptation of a person. Mm. And it's so fascinating watching, um, watching them do what they do. Either you're an entertainer, you're a basketball player. It is you're watching someone take so many actions to get better. They were exposed to this. Right. Number one, you're exposed to it. You were either watching it on TV, your father either did it or your father, someone in your family was a musician, someone in your family was a basketball player. What I've learned from this is that these guys took more actions. They Mm. every day 
work towards something, deliberate practice towards getting better at something. And wow. it was so fascinating to see how they, how they think, how they move. Um, every one of my clients have one thing in common is that they always genuinely believe that they can. Wow. And the moment you can believe that you can, everything falls into motion, you know, and you walk in your purpose because you, it, it's in you. It's, right. it's, you imbibed by it. It is just what you do. And they constantly think about it all day. Like, wow. you know, Kyle thinks about getting better uh, at how do I jump higher? They deliberately work towards those goals. How do I act better? You deliberately work towards those goals. And it's never been, they never shoot in the dark. Everything is practical and everything is with purpose. So mm. I think that is the biggest thing that I've not learned. Um, another thing that I could probably say is their ability uh, to adapt. I think mm. that is the biggest thing. No matter what situation you're in, you have to be able to focus. You have to be able to close off everything around you. And I think that's where, you know, a lot of us, we allow our external things to affect us. We allow... Mm. Um, someone said something about me and I lost a little confidence in myself. And now I can't be the person that I think I wanted to be because somebody said I, my jump shot was ugly. Right. Like, right, right. like people, that external factor doesn't bother them. They continue to work on their craft and get better. And I think that's one thing that I've learned the most from these guys is, you know, they trust and believe in the process and doesn't matter where they're going. They love it. Don't matter if they become successful or if they're just, they're playing recreational basketball. It's something that they love and they're going to continue to do. So that's one thing that I've noticed. You, you said something that in an earlier episode um, I talked about, and it was the power of the mind and how you have conscious, you have subconscious thoughts. And your subconscious is really what rules your life. And this is the emotional side when you, when you believe something. And people are like, well, how are you going to do it? I don't know. I just believe I'm going to be able to do it. So to hear you say that, like this is something that me and Kyle, we talk about often. It was like we actually went through a time where we – reprogram his subconscious right to go through it and say like get this belief to be able to think like don't worry about the circumstances now don't look don't worry about how it looks right now you have to think that you're already where you want to go right now so my question to you is this journey that you're on like how much of it was like you had to believe that you could do it even though when maybe the circumstances or people around you you know maybe loved ones didn't like hey come on this ain't gonna work well you got to do something else like that belief, that inner belief that you had, how much of this played into where you are today? I think, you know, even when I was a kid, uh, I've always believed I had a gift, right? And I just didn't know exactly what that gift is. I couldn't, I couldn't unravel that box, that gift. I didn't, mm. it was a gift sitting in there. And I was just slowly over years taking the ribbon off and starting to look to see what that gift was. But I knew that it was something special about me. And I've always had confidence in whatever job that I did. It didn't matter if I was... I was a flower boy, right? I worked as a, I delivered flowers for almost 10 years with my mom. Mm. I thought I was the best driver ever. Like I <laughs> had a competition with myself. I would tell my mom, like, I promise you, I'm going to make 20 deliveries. I'll be back in an hour. She's like, how? <laughs> and I would find a way. I was super competitive wow. at everything. So even just from every job that I've worked, I found a way to just be competitive with that and to make it fun. So I know I'm rambling, but I don't want to get too lost, but I've oh, always yeah. believed. And so yeah. even when I got into training, I truly believe that I had um, something special with this because of just how I could communicate to people. I think training is not even about physical aspect. It's about how do you become 
like a behavioral coach, teach mm. people how to, you're leading them there, right? right you're right. teaching them, you're adjusting their actions, every step they make. And, but you also have to listen. And I have the ability to just listen mm. and, and to, to guide them through those, their fears and to mm. guide them to their achievements. And so just listening and, um, just trying to be as best as I could be aware of where I am. And I think that's where, you know, gave me the confidence to be able to do what I do and to continue to grow at what I do. So you have a high level of self-awareness. You're, you're very in tune with yourself. I, 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 I'm wondering, did this, where did this come about? Cause I, I, you know, I work with people and you see that not everybody's like that. Not everybody is, is in tune with themselves, let alone everybody else. So, this awareness, you know, I, this, go ahead. Where, where did the, where'd you cultivate this? <laughs> uh, I think it started when I was younger. You, um, you know, I talk about exposure a lot. So, you know, in my home, you know, I was exposed to my mom. I saw how she would work. My adopted mother, I saw how she worked. I saw how she held herself. And I admired that about her. And I, um, you know, as a kid, I wasn't always self-motivated. I had to teach myself how to do this. And I realized it was just about actions and mm. just doing, 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 oh. breaking the inertia to help me get there. And so I would drive around listening to Les Brown. I would listen to motivational speeches every single day, not oh. realizing that that was conditioning me. I just it just gave me an emotion. It made me feel empowered. Right. And just the fact that discipline motivation, hard work can get you somewhere in life. Right. That has conditioned me to be who I am today. And I didn't realize this until maybe, like I'm telling you, last year when I just sat and in my thoughts, I was like, wow. why, am, why am I the way I am? And I realized it was what I exposed myself to. I exposed myself to anything that was going to help me. And it just helped me reflect and be self-thoughtful of myself and to start paying attention to my actions. So I think it came from the Les Browns of the world. That's why I have this a little arm piece of a quote that he, uh, mm. he said, the wealthiest place in the world is in the graveyard because wow. there you'll find your dreams and aspirations that people never acted upon mm. and acted on. So for me, you know, I was like, I don't want to die knowing that I've never tried and sure. I've never to go towards my dream. So I think it started from there and I just continue to uh, believe and trust and just go through this process. And it's led me here to have this interview with you. Wow. Wow. This is, like I said earlier, this is the interview that I don't want to end, but we're going to take a break real quick. And when we come back, we're going to, uh, we're going to talk to Amwala about um, his primal movements. I'm curious to hear about this. So uh, we'll, we'll be back. While I'm I'm genuinely enjoying this right now. This is <laughs> this me too, is man. You know, I read the questions. I was like, "Yo, this is going to be awesome." Yeah, you, know, you, you asked a lot of great questions, and uh, you're the first interviewer who asked better, like, really good questions to get me to talk. And I'm like enjoying this. Wow. So, well, well, thank you. That, that means a lot. We're good. Okay. All right. I'd like to welcome you guys back to the Pathway to Your Results podcast. We're here with I'm Wallace Caesar, and we're diving into. Um, you know, his, his path, his walk, his walk in life, his journey of how he got to be where he is today. And, you know, he's obviously he's a big time fitness coach, but I'm curious to know what, 
what wakes you up every morning? You know, because we have those days where some days we you know we're feeling it, some days we're not. But what gets you up out of bed every morning? Uh, you know, I think it's it's to the point now where it's a routine to continue to work on getting better. So, like, for me, I think what helps me get up is knowing that, like I said earlier, the job's not done. Like I have so much that I have to learn in this world. I feel like I put the pressure on myself of trying to get better. So I wake up every day trying to get better in something. It could be reading a passage. It could be making sure that my clients are getting one step closer to their dreams. And that alone, that responsibility alone helps me get up every day to continue to want to do what I do. And uh, I, I have a lot of love for this. So, you know, when you love something, you love what you do. You, you move with it because it's in you. It's, it's not even getting up. It's just like, this is what I have to do. Mm. Like, this is my job. And, wow. and uh, I love this to the degree. So that's what helps me. No, that's funny. My father used to always tell me, he's like, son, when you, when you find a job that you love, it won't be work anymore. Yeah. This is, and, and to hear you, yeah. like, that's what it says. It's not work. It's just it's what I do. It's why I'm here. My mother owned a flower shop. She owns a flower shop. She's been owning it, owning it for 20 years. She's been doing this, and I just never understood. Like, mm. we're working on Christmas. We're working wow. on Thanksgiving. I'm a kid. I'm like, man, why are you always doing this? Like, right. when do you give yourself a break? And she's just, I never understood it. Understood it. She never told me, like, this is what she loved. I had to figure it out years mm. later. Like, you love this. It wasn't until I became a trainer when I realized those late nights those days she gets up at 5 a.m., doesn't come home to 8 p.m. Like, this is something that she loves. Mm. And until I found my love, I never understood it. And now I understand it genuinely. I could work all day. I could work three days in a row, not even realize wow. it. And, and just be like, this is, this is another day in paradise. You're so. actually uh, you're a gift to whoever you work with. And I'll tell you why. Because someone who understands what you just said, when you understand your purpose and why you're here, you now can see someone else's dreams and be like, you know what? I got to help them. I got to help them to get to where they're dreaming because you know what it feels like. You know what it feels like. So, man, you're, you're a blessing. You're a gift to whoever gets to work with you, whether it's 2 chains, whether it's, you know, Mary, the stay-at-home mom, whoever it is, they may not realize it, but you're actually, you're sprinkling breadcrumbs for them on their path. So that's, that's amazing, man. Amazing. What, at what point, if you could, if there was an acute moment, at what point was it that you realized like, yo, like, it's happening. Like my career, like, like life is taking off right now. Like, this is crazy. I would say when Beachbody approached me, mm -hmm. you know, I have already been associated in the NBA. Um, but it wasn't until uh, Beachbody and some of you guys, if, if you don't know what Beachbody is, Beachbody is a huge, one of the largest fitness companies in the world. They've manufactured P90X by Tony Horton, Shanti and Sanity. So when this huge corporation reached out to me and they're like, hey, we want to make you the face of Beachbody as well. It was a moment where all of my hard work, because I was a kid in my garage right. doing P90X, wow. working, out, working out with these idols of mine that I now get to work with. And man. that's when it hit me that, man, I have been, I am doing something good in this world wow. where uh, someone recommended me to be in this position. And it was my first moment where I felt like, okay, I can, I can, I can really, uh, I can do this. You know, yeah. my clients working with my clients, 
is awesome. I love that. That's my gratitude for my clients is all I need. Sure. Um, but having Beachbody and a corporation want to put put invest in you, I think that's when it hit me that I had a I had a gift in this. Yeah, no, that's uh, it's funny you say Beachbody. I'm gonna tell you a quick story that you don't even know. I don't actually I don't even think I've ever told Kyle. So I was living down in Florida, and my family had just moved back. Well, a good friend of ours that we had met down in Florida uh, was a Beachbody coach, and I had spoken to her team via Zoom and everything. And well, they were having the Beachbody conference in Indianapolis, so we moved from Florida up to Indianapolis, right? So it's at the JW Marriott, and. I'm going down there and she wants me to speak to this team. It's like 1500 people. I'm like, Oh yeah, this would be great. So I go and get to the hotel and it's all these people in the lobby. And I'm like, all right, let me go up, ask somebody where I'm supposed to go. So I go up to the front desk and there's this guy there. He's about six, four, six, five. And I'm like, you know, when you hoop, you know, when somebody hoops, right? So I'm looking, I'm like, Oh, he looks like a hooper. He looked like he plays a little bit. So I'm sitting behind this. I'm like three feet away from you. Right. And I'm like, okay. So anyway, I go off and speak and, Later that weekend, uh, the young lady who had asked me to come speak to her team, she tells me, she's like, we got this new fitness trainer. He is awesome. He works with NBA clients. I'm like, really? Like, who is it? I would know him probably. So she sends me the video and you come out on stage and everything. And I'm seeing, I'm like, okay, yeah, this is, this is cool. I do a little research. Fast forward, like 14 months later, Kyle's like, yeah, I think I got to go to LA to work with um, the strength and conditioning coach. He's going to actually, you know, put some weight on me and everything. I say, oh yeah, cool. Who is it? And he tells me, I'm like, oh, okay, well. I go on social media. I'm like, wait a minute. Wait, hold on a second. This guy looks. <laughs> so then when it came to getting you, come, having you come on as a guest, I'm like, who would have ever thought in June of 2019 when I was standing three feet behind you at a JW, our paths had crossed. This so is amazing. It was, and I'm like, so today it was kind of like surreal because I'm like, wow, like who would ever thought then that this would be taking place now, but this is, you just affirmed that somebody recommended you. You never know whose path you're going to cross. You never know how life, life is, it's sometimes yeah. chaotic, but it does, it goes, it weaves in and out and you just never know. So to hear you say that and to know this story of, of, of this connection that we had, like, man, that's so true. That's a true story. And that is, that is beyond true. That was my first day being announced. Wow. As- Super trainer. And I, I was at the JW Marriott. Yep. And that is that is that gives me goosebumps to, to see Man. how this all came together. Yeah. Um, but you're right. You never know who you impact. You never know who you're talking to and who you inspire. So, you know, yeah. I always say it's, just be great to people, be awesome to people, mm. regardless of how they are to you, man. Just treat them with respect. So yeah. wow. that is what a great story. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy when you look back. <laughs> so Kyle told me to ask you this. He was like, you got to talk to him about primal movements. I said, okay, well, I'll ask him. And he, he told me that you're, you know, we, you know, I'm fairly big into meditation and breath work. And he explained to me that you are. So I'm, I want to hear about this. What is, what is this? What, what are the primal movement? What, what is it? A primal movement is basically Think of like a traveling ape. It's just mimicking animals, the mm. the fierce and the most grateful animals that you can you can think of, and you're mimicking their movements with grace and flow. Mm. Um, it has it has changed my life because you know before you know as a trainer you know I was really into like lifting heavy. Right. And I got to get bulky, right. and I feel like my life transitioned me into finding primal. 
And primal is just the way our body flows, mm. the way our body can move into multiple planes, how our body moves with fluidity. And I fell in love with the movement patterns. And I realized that these movement patterns, when you think about some of the greatest athletes in the world, you think mm. about, I remember watching um, uh, Herschel. I remember seeing a documentary where he took ballet. Mm. I remember watching Pumping Iron and I saw Arnold Schwarzenegger taking ballet and doing these mobility and flexibility movements. And I right. realized that, you know, that is the greatest control that you'll have of your body, you mm. know, is working the end ranges and being able to flow and move your body in any direction. And I fell in love with that. And I found the art in it and I introduced it to a lot of players, you know, because I find that putting you in this isometric bear crawl where you're engaging your quads, you're engaging mm. your core, shoulder stability, but you're also working on your mobility. I saw nothing but benefits. And, you know, me and Kyle did a lot of primal this summer oh. and throughout the year to get him ready for this year. And, you know, a lot of guys feel great. They feel like they're more mobile. They have more control of their body. Oh. And like the great Bruce Willis said, flow like water, my friend. Yeah. So you know, it's all about flowing and, and being connected to your body. And that's what I love about it. You have to be in tune with your body. You have to know where your restriction lie. And that helps you improve on your mobility and your flexibility. So it is fun. I got to take you through a lesson, brother. It's- yeah, no, absolutely. I've been I have on my on my my checklist for 2021. I'm like, I got to get to L.A. I got to work with them while at least one time I got to get out there. So that's on that's on my list this year. So Let's do it. What is um now knowing where you are now, right? What would you tell the 15 year old Amwala looking back? It's okay to not know everything. Mm. Um, 15-year-old Amwala was so hard on himself. 15-year-old Amwala had so much pride. Um I had a lot of pride and I would allow my pride to affect my work. Mm. And, um, you know, at a younger age, I wanted to be a star, right? A basketball player. I wanted to be, I thought I wanted to be this and life doesn't work that way, you know? Mm. And I think I've learned that hard work um, and, and, and being consistent is the key to a lot of things is, but also I keep talking about reflection, like, if if I knew what I knew then, right, where would you be? That's always that question. Sure. And I will say that what I know now is what I was supposed to know. I wasn't supposed to know it 15 years ago. I was supposed to grow into this person. And I think if I could go back and pat that young man, that young man on the back and say, it's okay. Listen, oh. keep working towards your goal. Don't worry about failure. Failure is only a lesson that you can get better from. And just apply that lesson and 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 continue to move forward towards it. And I would tell myself to don't beat myself up. We beat ourselves up so much. Yeah. I don't know about you. Yeah. We it's, got to up. It's, you know, uh, self love is important. Sure. You know, I didn't have a lot of that when I was younger. I was I was so hard on myself on every step and every move I made. And I would say now I use this lesson to to like help me guide myself and, and to really help me get better. So to the young person who's coming up, who's idolizing you and say, that's, that's, that's who I want to be. You have one piece of advice to give them one, only one. What would it be? Would it, would it be self-love? Would it be 
uh, to believe in yourself, what, what would it be? Uh, do you like, don't be me, mm. be you because yeah. you are, is already enough and it's special. And that's, what's going to make you, you like, right. you know, every you you wouldn't want to be me because you're, you're unique. And I would say that if you believe in yourself, truly believe in yourself, don't allow anyone to deter you away from your dreams. You know, my mother, she didn't know, but it was a naive diss. It was like, hey, have an option B, have an option C. Like, you know, it to me, it was a little self-doubt, but it was okay. I understood because this was sure. how she grew up. Like, sure. always have your options. And so I would say, like, yeah, have your options, but never forget your prime. Never forget your your to make yourself happy. And so believe in yourself, go after yourself, uh, work hard at it. If you, if you fail a few times, it's okay. Just pivot, 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 learn how to pivot, right. learn how to adapt and learn how to keep going forward. Um, and that's the best advice I can give. If you want to be a rapper, if you want to be an astronaut, the only way you're going to be it is if you work towards it, you, you can't do it for a season. You can't, we have seasons where we fall off, but sure. we got to remember that in, in spring, we're going to blossom. We're going to bloom. So just don't don't worry. Just keep going forward. And and that's all I would say. So were there any moments because we you know, this, the whole point of this podcast was to show like these influential people to show them like they're just like, you know, the stay at home mom or the postal worker. They're the same. They had their struggles. They had their doubts. Were there any moments along your road where you're like, like, dude, I don't know if. You just felt like, man, this is the way that the, the, the walls are caving. How am I, how am I going to do this? Oh, you know, I, every step of the way, that little, that, that little guy. <laughs> sitting in the like, yeah. I don't know, man. This, I don't think you got this. Yeah. And, and yeah. I don't know if that's fear or if that's just like a little mechanism we have. But I've always had that. And, you know, I have to listen to this guy right here and say, yeah. hey, this far. You got to keep going because... Mm. That whole the what if or or if only I did, like I don't want to live that life. So I would say, um, yeah, every day I'm gonna be hit with that. The more, the more stakes at hand, the more I get scared, you know, the more I get, mm. I get nervous still to this day. Like that's not that's healthy for you. That lets you know your dreams are big and you're doing yeah. something good, you're working towards something, and and it excites me to keep going, but it'll it'll creep up here and there. Yeah. I just know how to talk to it. And yeah. I know how to remember that this, this is false. What mm. does it say? False evidence appearing to be real. Yeah. yeah. Real. That's yeah. what that is. That's fear right here on my shoulder. And I just got to remember to keep going. So, so you never, you, if I hear you right, and for the audience out there listening, like you, you'll never, you'll never overcome your fear by running from it. You're going to have to turn and face it. Instead of running mm. from your demons, learn their names. Right. I'm going to start running through it. Yeah. yeah. I see. Yeah. I mean, my fear. I was like, yeah. hey, what are we doing this week? <laughs> I don't, that, that's not on the schedule. Yeah, I yeah. It. Yeah, you can't be afraid of that. I love how you said that. I've I got to face it. I yeah. have to. Yeah, no, that's, 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 that's good stuff right there, man. It, where you are now, and I know, you know, obviously being a super trainer for Big Body, I mean, for uh, Beach Body was a big deal. And if I hear you and if I know you well enough, Within this hour, I can see that you're goal oriented. You're driven. You're never. You're never there. What's your next Mount Everest? Do you have one? Like, okay, this is, this is where I'm heading. Uh, you know, life takes me there. You know, mm-hmm. I, I ain't got no plan for this. You know, yeah. I, I'm going to continue to uh, inspire 
and do my job. And I know with me doing what I'm doing now, it's going to take me um, wherever I want to go in the world in this life. But I think, you know, my biggest goal right now is to to do these things, to talk to like-minded people, um, to share thoughts with people and, and to bounce ideas with people. I want to be a part of a world that, that has a solution, a mm. real solution to fixing some of the issues, especially in fitness. My goal is uh, to change the perspective of fitness, to be um, an icon, to show minorities that, again, we can do this and we can go far in life. And I think my goal now is to, to service on a bigger platform and use this ability that I have to, you know, inspire like my brothers, my sisters, my friends, whoever yeah. is just inspire people. Wow. So, so let me ask you this. So this is, this may be a, a tough question to answer, but what's, what's the most difficult part of being Amwala Caesar? Uh, not spreading myself so thin. I think, you know, I, um, the difficult part is, is that I sometimes, I drain out my tank sometimes, mm. right? We all do this. Like, I can't fill up your tank if I'm drained, right? Sure. And sure. there's some points in my life where, you know, I had to learn how to say no to some things. Mm. And that's hard, you know, because that's one of the most difficult things for me is to say no, mm. um, because I want to help so much. Sure. And just having more balance is 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 a forever mission of me of mine but yeah i would say you know finding balance learning how to uh not spread myself thin and uh i'm still getting used to the social the social presence the uh the messages and sure you know because it's new for me you know sure. this is a year of having some popularity i guess or some uh a sense of accomplishment to where there are a lot of people who write me and I can't help it, but respond and, mm. and, and spend all day trying to give advice. And sometimes, you know, it takes a little out of me. And I would say that's something I got to learn how to manage. Sure. Uh, but I love it. And uh, I think, you know, trying to figure that out is going to be key for me. Sure. That's my most important thing. Now, what is on the flip side of that? What is the best part about being on Wallace Caesar? Man, I get to work out all day. That is awesome. I get to work with some cool people. Don't matter if you're a weekend warrior or a professional athlete. I get to work with a lot of cool people, and wow. I get to do this. Wow. Um, so, yeah. Well, you know, I, I've said this numerous times that this was enjoyable for so many reasons, and partly, now I'm thinking about it, it's because – Anytime you can see someone else's light, right? Anytime you can feel somebody else's light, it's it's an experience that you won't forget. And I think back now to when I was three feet behind you, right, at that at the JW Marriott. For me to remember, right? For me to remember, I probably only saw you for maybe a minute of my life, and I remembered. And to see now where we are and how we're having this conversation, I see why now. You have a light. I'm all you have a light in you that the whole world needs to see. So my encouragement to you, man, dude, keep doing it. Like shine as bright as you can, because, you know, from this conversation, from dealing with Kyle, like I'm seeing the impact from afar, but now I see why. And you, you truly are a blessing to this world. So from the bottom of my heart, thank you for being on today. Thank you for what you're doing. And um, dude, don't quit, man. Keep going. 
And likewise, you are a light. I have I've checked you out. I admired everything that you do. And I'm excited to actually have this conversation conversation with you because Kyle speaks so highly of you. And not only just Kyle, you know, everyone that works around him as well. So I just, I am appreciative of being here and just thank you so much for allowing this opportunity to happen. So thank well, thank you, you. Thank you, man. Thank you. Uh, that was arguably one of the best interviews that you will hear. So I don't know about other podcasts you listen to, but go ahead and play this back again. Okay. And go ahead and share with everybody. Cause this is, there are so many gems that were in this podcast, but I would like to thank you for joining us on the pathway to your results podcast. And, uh, this is Derek Grant, and until next time, keep finding your, your, your purpose in life.